Welcome to This Week in Beauty Drama for the week of September 1st through the 7th. I'm your host, Stacy. I'm a makeup enthusiast and a lover of all things beauty, and beauty community drama is my guilty pleasure. So I started this podcast to talk to y'all all about the best drama that happens in the beauty community each and every week. We talk about drama on this podcast, and sometimes controversial topics can make people a little heated. So I just want to remind you not to send any negative comments or leave nasty tweets for anybody that we talk about on the podcast. Remember that everybody involved, even celebrities and beauty gurus, are human beings with feelings who deserve to be treated with respect. The big story this week... Actually, it was a slow drama week, and I thought that there was not going to be a big story, but luckily, Wet and Wild Beauty dropped in to drag con New York City and said, You want some drama? Hold my wig, girl. All hell broke loose when Wet and Wild tweeted a photo of their new palette from DragCon, and James Charles thought it looked a lot like his Unleashed or Inner Artist palette collaboration with Morphe. James tweeted and began a surprising Twitter interaction given that it was the official Wet n Wild Beauty Twitter account and they were not afraid to clack back multiple times. James started off by saying, that's crazy. Your quote unquote new palette looks extremely similar in response to the photo that Wet n Wild Beauty tweeted. James continued, there are only so many colors you can put in an eyeshadow palette and I'm not claiming to quote unquote own specific colors, but when you copy the exact shades and layout from my palette without even trying to hide it dot dot question mark. Wet and Wild responded, the James Charles palette was purchased by Morphe from Zhangxing Wingxing Cosmetics. I apologize for that uh, pronunciation. I did listen to some pronunciation guides on YouTube, but I am definitely not somebody that speaks Cantonese. But James Charles replied, you're tweeting information out of context to start drama. This is beyond unprofessional. Jaising Huashing is the manufacturer that produces my palette, which I designed and formulated myself. Every company has a manufacturer that they buy their stock from, including you. And James went on to say, the manufacturer of my palette has nothing to do with the conversation. Every brand has a manufacturer, and most manufacturers can make any makeup product. Their tweet makes it seem like my palette was already designed by a third party and Morphe just bought it, also known as private labeling. This is not only not true at all, but it also discredits the work I put into designing the palette, picking all the shades, and the year I spent working on formulas. This palette was my original design, point blank, period, and Wet n Wild has ripped it off. Now, unlike the Jaclyn Hill Morphe palettes, I don't recall James Charles talking about spending years creating a special formula for his eyeshadow palettes the way that Jaclyn did, but I guess that is possible that he formulated these eyeshadows in the same way that she did. Now, critics of James Charles say there's nothing special about the palette and compared it with Coastal Scents as well as other Morphe palettes. Drama channel Dustin Daly said on Twitter, I thought we covered this already. Nobody owns the rainbow. Now, Wet n Wild continued to clap back to James Charles fans. Kaylee Frostick on Twitter replied to Wet n Wild and RuPaul's DragCon on Twitter with a meme, can I copy your homework? Yeah, just change it up so it doesn't look obvious you copied. Okay, with a picture of the Wet n Wild palette and the James Charles palette. And Wet n Wild responded to this and said, 
We certainly didn't copy the price, smiley face. Whoo, I'm just basking in the shade on this hot, hot day. YouTube commentary channel Ready to Glare said, when I first saw James's palette, I thought it was pretty similar to the Morphe 35B. Amber replied and said the James palette was kind of meant to be a 35B replacement with his own spin. Now, Cody Rance, that's K-O-D-E-E -E, Rance on Twitter also said, Amazon is selling a knockoff James Charles palette, so I don't know why y'all are so shook at Wet n Wild Beauty. People do this all the time, it's not new. Welcome to the beauty industry, sis. Now, I originally thought that the James Charles item for this week was going to be asking why he is wearing what appears to be a wedding set in his Instagram story where he's showing off his nails, but he completely overshadowed that. You can see that ring on our website. Now, he couldn't let it end there though. Oh no. James finished off the weekend by blocking Marlena Stell from Makeup Geek Cosmetics. Now, the two beefed rather publicly a few months ago when James went on a Twitter rant because he was angry that Marlena was making a documentary about the beauty industry, which will air on Netflix. This is something that James himself wanted to do, and he infamously referred to Marlena as, quote, that woman which made some people angry that he was not respecting Marlena, who is one of the OG beauty YouTubers. Now, James apparently did not block Marlena then, but he did block her this weekend for some reason, which she was kind of unclear as to why. When she found out, she claims that she was going to be tweeting, giving him props for helping out his fans. She posted a photo on Twitter showing that he has blocked her. Now, Redditors on our Beauty Guru Chatter think that James Charles and Marlena both like the drama, but they can dish it out, but can't take it. Now, in other news, smaller beauty influencers are angry that Fenty Beauty, that's Rihanna's famous brand, collabed with the Dolan Twins. The Dolan Twins flew to San Francisco, made over two Fenty employees at a local Sephora using Fenty products, and then went into the Fenty lab where they created three lipstick colors with little to no direction or idea what they were doing. Now, if you don't know who the Dolan Twins are, that's okay. I didn't either, except knowing that James Charles has filmed with them a lot and famously crushed on one or both of them. They are apparently a comedy duo who became famous on Vine. Now, they also filmed with Jeffree Star in an apparent F.U. to James Charles. In an Instagram video, Jeffree implies that they may have made him over. Perhaps this was when they were doing the Sephora makeovers. Here's a clip from Jeffree's Snapchat and Instagram story. Um, but I'm so excited because the content we are going to produce today is otherworldly. Um, it's insane. It's going to be next level. So... Oh, hey guys, filming with these two all day. <laughs> can't, you can't see how I look right now, but you will very soon. They were very honest about the fact that they know absolutely nothing about makeup. We actually have something very different and pretty exciting that we're doing for this video. Yeah, it's something that we have absolutely no idea about at all. So, we are actually... No, you don't say it at the same time as me, I just said act happy. <laughs> Thank you. We are actually making Makeup. We're we making are. our own makeup product. Guys, we're making our own makeup product and we're gonna sell our own makeup. No, no we're not. So Fendi Beauty actually reached out to us and told us that they would let us make our own makeup product and pitch it to them to see if we could actually create a Fenty Beauty makeup product. Hopefully someone tells us a little bit about how to make makeup because I don't know what you use. What, do you use dirt or sand or something? 
We thought this would be funny to film because we don't know anything about makeup. We have three things that we have to do. We are going to be going to Sephora and doing makeovers on customers. Then once we get an idea of what makeup actually is, we are going to create our own makeup product in the lab. In the lab. So we're gonna we're gonna be like chemists. We're actually gonna make makeup. Once we feel like we've come up with the perfect formula, we're going to pitch it to the executives of Fenty Beauty in an executive board conference meeting room. Now everybody on the internet loves to accuse people of cash grabs when they do various projects. But if the Dolan twins actually end up putting out any makeup, it will be nothing but a cash grab. So Grayson and I are going to be making some lipstick products. All right, so I think that's what these colors are. What, how do we, what do we do with them actually? I think these are just colors of lipsticks. We should mix them. Probably. This thing says heat on it. So I think it gets hot and it looks like we have beakers to put stuff inside of the beaker, which I think is the colors. We put the colors in the Why beaker. Are you a scientist? Heat the beaker up. This is definitely a mold that we could pour it inside of. All right, so I've seen this thing called swatching, where you rub it on your hand. I'm gonna keep it off the lips until until the time until when it really matters. Now, Manny MUA uploaded a video about drama getting one one year after it occurred. Manny MUA took to his YouTube channel to share his experience in a video entitled I was canceled last year. Let's finally talk about it. Manny shared his experience and feelings in the aftermath of the original Dramageddon. Now in case there's anyone out there that does not know what Dramageddon 1 is or was, Jeffree Star was famously BFFs with Manny MUA and Laura Lee when the three had a falling out. On a brand trip after said falling out, Gabriel Zamora tweeted a photo of himself with Manny, Laura, and Nikita Dragon flipping off the camera with the caption, Bitch is bitter because we are doing better without him, seemingly referencing Jeffrey. Now the fallout from this was swift and dramatic, hence the nickname Dramageddon. Laura, Manny, and Gabriel lost hundreds of thousands, perhaps even millions of subscribers. And here is what Manny shared about his experience. So last year, you guys, I went through probably the biggest drama in beauty history at the time. There has, since then, I think there has been bigger moments than what I went through last year, um, but it was Dramageddon 1. And it was a, it was really hard. I'm not gonna go into detail about what happened, he said, she said, things like that of that nature. I'm not gonna talk about it because it's been a year now and I personally don't wanna rehash that. I don't wanna bring it back up. I don't wanna drudge up those old feelings of mine that were just negative and harsh and me going through this hard time, like me, you know, I like literally feel like I blocked out months at a time. That was a turning point for me. And it really showed me through that time what really mattered to me, and that was my family. Because the thing is, you guys, I know last year I fell down, and I fell down f***ing hard. I hit the ground with my face first. Yes, I fell down, but I got the f*** back up, because what else would I have done? Well, I'm just going to give up on my future, on my dreams, on my career that I worked so hard for, and let my family down? I feel like when you're going through life, and you're going through it, and you're going through the ebbs and the highs and the lows of life, I can fully say this with a whole heart, that I've never in my life learned a life lesson, something that was very, very, very important to me. Something where I was like, wow, I learned something really, really substantial that in this time. I've never learned a life lesson when I was doing well. I was doing so well. Look at my views, look at my likes, everything was amazing. Why would I learn my lesson? So during my break online, I actually decided that I wanted to go to therapy. One, before I even start, 
there is nothing wrong with going to therapy. Therapy, if you are seeking out therapy, seeking out help, that is literally you wanting to be a better human being. And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't ever let anyone make you think that going to therapy, going to a psychologist is wrong or it's bad. Humans make mistakes and they move on from them. And that is what life is. You guys, I also want to talk about cancel culture. And I want to have a very serious conversation about this because it's a very serious topic. You guys, cancel culture, it is a very popular thing to do. When someone does something wrong, the internet decides to cancel them because of a mistake that they've made in the past or the present, whatever it might be. And they send them inundated amounts of hate and they get them canceled from TV shows. And I know firsthand what it feels like to be canceled. And it was truly the most terrible thing I've probably ever been through in my life, emotionally and mentally. Cancel culture basically says, oh, you fucked up, you're canceled, you, you'll never be brought back from life because you're literally dead in the water. What about for forgiveness? Cancel culture does not allow for growth and forgiveness and learning and allowing people to be people. Imagine you're at work and you're standing there and you have a line of a thousand people, every one of them coming up to you saying, you're ugly, next one. You're a terrible human being, next one. You'll never be forgiven. Imagine hearing that a thousand times. And words are powerful. As a society, you guys, we have to be more forgiving. Now, I watched the entire video, and I am admittedly not a Manny MUA fan. I subscribed to him at one time, but I never really watched his videos because I found him to be a little bit annoying. Um, and I was really expecting this to be an ordeal. But I was really surprised that in the 37 minute video, I really felt for Manny. I felt like he was being really honest and coming from a place of just wanting to share his experience and maybe hoping to help other people. I also appreciated that he encouraged people to reach out and get help from a mental health professional if you feel like you might need it. One thing I did not agree with was Manny really, I don't know if he was deliberately mischaracterizing or if he's confused about the difference between bullying and quote, cancel culture. Am I saying quote a lot? I feel like I'm saying quote a lot on this podcast. Anyway, cancel culture, um, which he refers to as people getting angry and saying, we're not gonna let you be on the show anymore which I had to wonder if he was talking about Kevin Spacey there. But I think there's a big difference between saying, hey, like you have sexually harassed people, you've sexually assaulted people, you've abused people, and we don't want to watch you anymore. We don't want to give you our money anymore. And somebody going to Manny MUA's channel and saying, everybody hates you. That is bullying. Bullying is very different than cancel culture. Now, bullying is an awful thing and it's never okay. That's part of the reason we start our podcast out by saying not to bother anyone we talk about on our podcast and to please not leave them any negative or hateful comments. Cancel culture is another thing altogether. Cancel culture is saying, you know, I don't really like what you did and I'm either not gonna support you by unsubscribing to your channel or I'm not gonna buy your products anymore. And that is something that we're allowed to do as consumers. We're allowed to say, hey, I don't agree with this behavior. This is not okay, and I'm not gonna support you anymore. We're not required to support somebody just because we supported them in the past. We're definitely not required to support an actor, a makeup influencer, a YouTuber, if we no longer want to. And that 
there's nothing wrong with that. It's bullying that he's talking about and bullying is never okay. And moving on to Jeffree Star, he teased his collaboration with Shane Dawson. He tweeted a photo of himself with Shane and said, I promise it will be worth the wait. He shared this on his Instagram story and you can see it on our website. Oh, hello everybody. Okay, I'm finally home. I really couldn't snap earlier. We are at Shane's house. We are, he's gonna have to tell you the real tea, but we are approaching the fall season. And that is when everything will start magically happening. I have to keep my mouth shut for now, but just know that um, we're getting close, people. I know everyone is on edge. What the hell have they been working on all year? I promise you it's worth the wait. Um, so today we were shooting something, filming something, working on something, and um, oh my God. <sighs> Probably the most proud of something I've ever created. And the fact that it's with one of my best friends on the planet. Someone who believed in me when no one did. It's perfect. And in other Jeffrey news, we may have found the answer to why he has been collaborating with Morphe. Fans and drama channels alike have wondered why. When Jeffrey has his own brand, would he put out lower quality, low priced items with Morphe? Does he really care about giving people who can't afford Jeffree Star Cosmetics products access to his stuff? Well, he took to his Instagram and Snapchat to talk about it, and he may have answered that question. I'm just so, like, grateful because I will have a full collection with Morphe and Ulta. One of my dreams um, was to be in Ulta stores, and... I don't know. I just can't believe that it's all happening. And I'm going to be in Grand Rapids and I get to go to a store and see my face in a gondola of a store that I shop in as a customer. It just never gets old. And um, just thank you guys. Thank you for making any of this possible. Like sometimes I'm just like, I gotta pinch myself. I'm like, every Ulta store in America, um, Ulta, you need to come to Canada and Europe, Miss Thing. Hello, hello. Um, but over 1,800 stores and I can't wait. Starberry the palette to be able to like ugh, i don't know okay i'm gonna i'm gonna stop I'm, I'm just really excited and i'm proud and um thank you in a continuation of the spill drama is youtube unsubscribing people from drama channels multiple youtube drama channels including nick snyder of the viewer's voice rich lux and t by ally and their fans claim that youtube is purging subscribers from their channels for no reason so youtube is commentary and drama channels or they're trying to drama and commentary channels i'm just going to take it as an attempt for them to try to get rid of us i don't want this to come off as like i'm bragging or anything in any sense uh but a normal video for me per day per day in 24 hours will get over a hundred thousand views each of my videos for the past four especially since i've been on this vacation have not even reached 100,000 views or anywhere near it within the first um, 24 hours. My video yesterday, and mind you, keep in mind, keep in mind, these are hot topic videos. These are James Charles videos. So if you put his name in a title, normally you're going to get a few hundred thousand views. Let's just say it like it is. Um, so my video yesterday is just now reaching 60,000 views. So I'm like, huh, this isn't a little weird, right? Okay. And during this whole time, I've been watching my subscribers just fall. 
ball. I've lost probably, I've been in the red on social blade for like three days now. So I probably lost like around five, 600 subscribers, something like that. But I'm looking at my dislike ratio on my videos. I'm looking at my negative comments on my videos and it's all normal. There's no one saying I'm unsubscribing. This is bull-. So last night when I was looking at all this, I tweeted out something like, don't worry, YouTube, even though you keep trying to like commentary channels, I'll continue to post every day. And then it started coming up that people were like, wait a minute, I was subscribed to you earlier and now I'm not. And people were tweeting out screenshots of them being unsubscribed to me, notifications being turned off. Dustin had people doing it to him. But I don't think it's just commentary channels because I do believe that I saw Nicole Concilio who is obviously a beauty guru. Uh, I saw her tweet out something like, hey, YouTube, is there something going on with uh, subscribers as well as view count because my views have been low? YouTube is obviously looking for a lawsuit from some people, I guess. I don't know. Possibly this is related to Petty Page's theory that YouTube is trying to replace drama and commentary channels run by regular people with corporate created channels like Spill that seem to be more advertiser friendly. Now, many people claiming to be YouTube subscribers of these channels were tweeting photos showing that they were no longer subscribed. You can see examples on our website. And what's up with typically non-dramatic, non-problematic influencers diving into the drama? Are they taking a cue from Jen Loves Reviews and testing the water to see how drama will go over with their subscribers? Emily Noel who is best known for being a pretty chill YouTuber and having a collaboration with Makeup Revolution, responded to hot takes from fans in a video this week. She responded with her own opinions about some of them in this video while she did her makeup. There were quite a few controversial topics, but here is a sampling of what she talked about. Some of y'all are mad first off. Like your hot takes reveal that there are some things ticking you off about the beauty community, makeup in general, all that stuff. Kate says, the YouTube community is horridly out of touch with the everyday consumer of makeup. Instead of giving us practical advice about how to look better at our 9 to 5s, we get full glam tutorials, which we will use maybe once a year. Emphasis on new versus use what you have is what she sees. And I do see where Kate's coming from. I think from the perspective of a creator, um, the thought is sometimes what's going to garner the most attention? Um, You know, what's going to really take off? And perhaps the tame, everyday work looks or whatever may not be as eye-catching as the thing that's in full glam with the lashes where you see the thumbnail and you're just like wow did that come out of a magazine or something my girl Bailey B's coming on here she says people say they're over new launches and want to see more looks using old palettes but then don't watch I love playing with old makeup but no one watches relative to the vids about new stuff this is a good point here there is an audience feeding into the videos that are you know the full face of new products and all that business I can speak for my channel as well. There will always be more people tuning in for that kind of thing than there will be, you know, the rediscovered looks and the shot my stash. And I love good practical tutorials and things that people will actually um, maybe refer to for daily looks. And I'm sure I've totally done some impractical things as well, and I may be guilty of what she's saying there. 
Anne Morphy is the most annoying thing that's ever happened in the beauty industry and has taken away any credibility a lot of influencers had. I've personally been annoyed by Morphe. I think I'd finally done a video and I said, you know, I think there's a lot of hype associated with this brand. And it kind of did make me question people's credibility because I thought, are you pushing this product merely because you know it's a better financial deal for you if you do so? But yet here they are a very affordable brand. And so somebody who might recommend a Morphe thing over this super luxury thing, maybe are they actually actually looking out for the consumer and doing something like that. I'll scroll through Instagram and I'll feel like everything is an ad some days, whether it's a like to know it thing or it's something where it's hashtag ad, you know, I'm just like, where is just the pure content? Where's just the person posting because they want to share something? It makes us have to like justify ourselves if we did just want to get on and say, hey, this Mac Prep and Prime Fix Plus uh, Pineapple Mist is really amazing. And if I just fly out, put a picture of that on my Instagram, how many of you would think that that was sponsored. And another very drama-free YouTuber, Samantha March, put up a video talking about untrustworthy makeup. Here's a little bit of that video. If you guys have been following my channel for a while, you might know that I usually keep it pretty positive over here. I'm not usually like spilling the tea. I'm not usually like bringing products down, but that's going to change for today's video. Today's video, I'm going to be talking about untrustworthy makeup products. So some eyeshadow palettes that I want to mention. These are eyeshadow palettes that I enjoy, that I have purchased. I continue to purchase these eyeshadow palettes, but I feel like the formula can be a little bit on the finicky side. Again, a little bit on the untrustworthy side. And you know what? It's the Anastasia Beverly Hills, the eyeshadow palettes. So I just grabbed out here Soft Glam and Modern Renaissance. I mean, again, I like these eyeshadow palettes. I have Modern Renaissance, Soft Glam, the uh, like original Norvina palette I purchased, the Riviera palette, I have the Sultry palette. I like these palettes, I recommend them, I continue to purchase them myself, I use them myself. But a lot of these palettes to me have just a little bit of a different formula that if I'm not careful, I can go kind of overboard with the shadows inside. The mattes in her eyeshadow palettes they get more kick up like when you put your brush into them it's very easy to have like a lot of powder kick up i mean let's not even touch on the subculture palette because we all know who we all know a lot of people thought that palette was very untrustworthy okay i was ranking some new foundations including this laura mercier and i just said i had other foundations that i felt like like when it started to wear away it just was more graceful than like laura mercier would look like really nice and then just like a hot mess like it just was like oh from one extreme to another i just purchased this recently from alta beauty this is from cover fx i like this a lot of these products i really do recommend I've, you know i've kept the majority of them around and everything it can get a little bit intense and sometimes it can be a little bit harder to blend out so that's why I wanted to mention it, even though, again, I like it, I do like it a lot, but you have to be very, very careful when you are using this product because she can turn on you real quickly. Now, the thing I find very interesting about Samantha is that even though she's talking about untrustworthy or problematic products, she still comes off very positively in the video and she seems to have a hard time being harsh. That's okay though. You know, sometimes we need to watch beauty channels that have to do with beauty and nothing to do with drama. But speaking of drama, there was a lot of drama in the drama commentary community this week and a lot of it surrounded Nick Snyder. Fellow drama channel Here For The Tea blocked Nick Snyder on Twitter, but continued responding to the things that he was saying. Now you can see screen caps of all of this on our website. Now this first came to my attention when Nick Snyder tweeted a screen cap showing Here For The Tea 2 blocked you. 
And he replied, imagine dishing it, but can't handle a response. Can't relate. Here for the tea, too. Here for the tea actually screen capped that and responded, even though there was no way that Nick could see her because she had blocked him. She replied, actually, I'm just sick and tired of you and your boy. Now, of course, a fan screen capped it and sent it to Nick. And Nick replied, call me out here for the tea too. I'd love to know some stuff about myself that I haven't already spilled. Nick continued, actually, it's that you're hypocritical and everyone knows it. Grow is fine if you're going to talk shit all day, Sam. Now Nick went on to say, keep your eyes on who sticks up for who or lack thereof on social media. It can be very telling. Mm. And yet more Nick Snyder news. Are he and Rich Lux in love? Now, Rich and Nick have been trolling their fans with this, are they or aren't they? But Nick did respond on Twitter the other week and said they're actually just very good friends. However, Rich uploaded a story time video with Nick to his channel entitled Trade Stole From Me. And I was watching their body language in this video and it really seemed like they might actually be in love. Now you can see for yourself by watching the video, but I paid attention to the way that Nick is gazing at Rich as he tells his story. And he looks like a cartoon character where hearts would be shooting out of his eyes toward Rich. Now there are a couple screen caps on our website, but I do recommend watching the video for yourself and seeing the way that they look at each other. Oh, so much Nick Snyder this week. Somebody tell Nick that he should put me on his payroll and give me some of that Jeffree Star money. In the last Nick story of the week, Nick actually trolled Jeffree Star. Jeffree posted a photo on Instagram where he recreated the look that Mama Mitchell and Lipstick Nick did in his YouTube video, Real Friends Do My Makeup. Nick commented on Jeffree's Instagram photo and said, I don't see any similarities. You'll recall from last week, a fan tweeted a photo to Jeffree and said she and Jeffree could be sisters. Jeffree rudely replied, I don't see any similarities. Hmm. Nick just couldn't resist trolling Jeffrey. Now, in more potential lawsuit news, RuPaul's Drag Race contestant Willem teased his new makeup line, which is called Coverboy. People immediately began wondering whether or not drugstore brand Covergirl will sue him for trademark infringement. Now, there were a lot of opinions on this, but a legal professional weighed in on the R Beauty Guru chatter and said that it could definitely be considered copyright infringement. Now, in the aftermath of the Jaclyn Hill Lipstick Gate video, Raw Beauty Christie has been flying pretty much under the drama radar, but she did catch my attention with her Instagram story, which was a paid promotion with Makeup Geek for their lipstick. Fans were mostly supportive, now, unlike a lot of influencers, Christy did what she was supposed to do and actually used the paid promotion tab at the top to indicate that it was a paid promotion with Makeup Geek. She did not hashtag it ad, which incidentally the FTC does not think is good enough for indicating when an ad is put on someone's Instagram. Little Red Yum Yum said, is this a hashtag ad? To which Christy replied, yep. If you look at the top left of the post, it says paid partnership with Makeup Geek Cosmetics. The fan quickly apologized. 
Now, other fans commented and said, so nice to see you promoting Makeup Geek. Marlena is such a badass who deserves all the support. Certainly underscore Max said, I love that you're using Makeup Geek. They were one of the brands that made me fall in love with makeup. Now, in weird beauty influencer news, Nikita Dragon learned to strip from the cast members of JLo's new movie, Hustlers. She shared this on her Instagram, which is linked on our website, and I'm going to play you a little bit of it now. Although, if you want to see the footage, you'll have to check it out on Nikita's Instagram. Today, I'm here with the Hustlers movie, and I am getting a Confidence Boost 101 Power Move Stripper Crash Course. So I'm, you know, Jack the Stripper, not just anybody. I want you to breathe. Just think about breathing. Just breathe. Bitch, I am officially a stripper. I thought I loved myself a lot, I'm a little vain, but now I love myself even more. September 13th, Hustlers will be in theaters. Get your ass into the movie theater and go see all the good girls. And now for my favorite segment, the Trend Mood Trash Fire. This is the part of the podcast where we go to Trend Mood's Instagram and we read the mean, nasty things that people have to say about the upcoming makeup releases. Now, I don't know what it is about Trend Mood 1 on Instagram, but people feel like they can say anything they want and they frequently do. Now, Trend Mood shared a picture of the Morphe Jeffree Star display at Ulta and nobody ever has anything nice to say about Jeffree. Quinna underscore Quinn underscore Q said, I wish the spray didn't smell so chemically and bad, frowny face. It was the thing I was most excited for, and it was def a flop. I don't know how Jeffrey and Nathan were constantly spraying themselves with it. Mine smells like old beer and berries. Some people disagreed, saying theirs smelled fine, and other people said maybe it was a bad batch because theirs smelled bad too. Now, I personally have the spray, and I'm not a big fan of heavily scented stuff, I don't love the way it smells, but it doesn't smell like beer, so I do appreciate that. Kitty.Lizzie.Jenny said, please tell me some other palettes. I just don't want to buy anything Jeffrey or Morphe. Lily2017 complained, I asked my local Ulta how many palettes they got. The manager was so rude to me and said, we got six, three have my name on them, and three others the employees have already claimed. And Makeup Susie commented and said, Hi, I work at an Ulta and it's policy that we are not allowed to put new hot buys on hold, especially not the day they launch. We can buy them until our shift is over. The fact that they even told you that is insane. You should contact Ulta. That's not okay. Donna T. Rocks said, Not gonna buy it. Don't want it. Now, a lot of fans were complaining, saying that although the lip sets are available on Ulta's website, they are not available yet in stores. These sold out on Morphe's website almost instantly, so Ulta stores and Ulta.com were a place where many people were hoping to buy them. Now, Trend Mood also posted a side-by-side -side comparison of last year's holiday palette by Too Faced, the Gingerbread palette, and this year's new palette, the Gingerbread Extra Spicy. Ashalia said, can someone please become a new creative product manager because Too Faced is just running out of ideas now. Lax UULS said, this is white people spicy, like pepper and salt spicy. Samantha Marino said, I just don't understand the dark blue or black sparkly eyeshadow they put in the bottom right corner of every single palette. Aster.Alien replied to this and said, it's a sale technique. It gives the illusion of it being more exciting. 
Cover that one color and you'll see how boring it is. Mel Bell's photography said, someone for the love of God do a Halloween palette. Actually, makeup revolution is, so get on that girl. As told by Re underscore said, what in the unseasoned chicken is going on here? The original is better than the extra spicy. Now I was actually uninterested in this palette until I saw the side-by-side -side comparison. I thought that they were going to be way too similar, even though I never got around to buying the first gingerbread palette, but this one actually looks pretty nice if the matte swatch okay. We'll have to see at this weekend's Sephora Rouge holiday kickoff event. Now this was a new brand, at least on my radar, Miss Fame Beauty did a pre-sale for the Under My Skin collection. Here is what some trend mood commenters had to say. Hey, it's Amber said, this is what I expected from Lady Gaga's brand. Not Dat Francisco said, I thought it was Pat McGrath at first. I'm in love. That's a no from me 33 with that iconic Simon Cowell icon said, um, the swatches look nothing like the palette. Nady Webb said, I wish House Laboratories packaging looked like this. If you're not familiar, House Laboratories is Lady Gaga's brand. Maddie underscore Rose said, nice color scheme. Too bad it's all glitter. Artistry like Bam said, I guess anyone can just have a makeup line now. Miss Fame NYC herself commented and said, not really. Now who is Miss Fame NYC? A quick internet search reveals that yes, Miss Fame is the stage name of Curtis Demilkson, an American model, makeup artist, drag queen, recording artist, and reality television personality who was on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 7. Hmm. Well, if he is a makeup artist, I don't think that that could be construed as just anyone. Now, Miss Fame NYC commented on quite a few of the comments. Many of them were positive and a few were not. Now, Trend Mood also shared that photo from Dragon of the new Wet n Wild palette. I guess she just had to get on the drama too. Business of Beauty commented and said, for those saying this is a ripoff of the James Charles palette, his palette was just a rainbow palette though. And I hope she was looking for a fight because people were not cool with that comment. Sarah J. Van Horn said, agree, and I'm not really a fan of any of these people, lol, but the layout looks identical to the order of the shades and everything. Magicor NZ said, the order of the shades is identical. I don't have anything against rainbow palettes, have a bunch of them, but at least they could do is put the shades in a different order. William.Campos underscore said, sis, no, this is literally James Charles palette. Emma Bailey said, James copies without crediting everyone else. It's about time someone copies him and doesn't credit. Hashtag karma. Adventures with Jillian said, James Charles invented the rainbow. Haven't you heard? Bailey Posey 20 said, business of beauty. Have you not seen it? Business of beauty replied, Bailey Posey 20. I have seen it. It's not exactly groundbreaking. Now in other comments, math dot is dot u dot spam said lmao i thought this was the clownery palette by james underscore isabella underscore coleman said are they trying to dupe the james charles palette because that's what i thought it was at first girl dot wit dot love said um that's literally the james charles palette i had to look twice to know that it isn't i don't know why i did that voice for her i guess it just matches her icon Brianna's dot makeup said, I smell a sister lawsuit. And Natasha Denona is releasing the Metropolis palette. 
for the holidays, $129. Yeah, Natasha. Okay, then. Here's what Trend Mood commenters had to say. Sonny underscore 8332 said, No, honey. Natasha's palettes were and are bomb. But that price point was for when other brands' products were shit. But now browns have stepped up their game. And even though Natasha's palettes and eyeshadow are amazing, the truth is you can create an amazing look with a $12 eyeshadow palette from ColourPop too. And I'm not saying in any way that ColourPop's quality is at any rate the same as Natasha's products, but you can get an amazing and beautiful look within so much more affordable products. But that's my opinion. Now that had 656 likes. My low buy life said, for the love of everything, can brands start organizing shadows in literally any logical manner? I truly cannot. Panning with Kate said, truer words have never been spoken. Huda Fashion Ho said, because all the shades start to look alike if they're in color order, or at least I think so. If they separate all the shades, then it makes it difficult to see the similarities. Hmm, I think that's the point. Beer Mug 14 said, Pat McGrath has the only shadows worth this price. Underscore being dot Allie said, are you sure $129 isn't a typo? Amanda Daisy said, why are there like five shades of gold? Hemi Bunny said, looks like the gold palette, but with a lot of unnecessary colors added in. Love Natasha Denona, but I don't think I need this. MD Sizzle said, it looks like the gold palette and sunrise palette combined. Quartz Amazing said, I feel like this looks like a jumbo extension version of the BH Cosmetics Oasis palette. And Sophie, that is trend mood if you don't know, shared a picture of her Milani Cosmetics collaboration, aka the palette and the primer that she put together in a box with her face on it. And I really wonder if she is deleting comments because all of the comments on her Milani collab have been positive, whereas trend mood commenters tend to be about 60-40 negative on most things. I think it's interesting there's 132 comments and I could not find one that was anything other than positive. Hmm. And lastly, everybody's favorite racist Kathleen Lights is putting out another ColourPop collab. Now, I'm all for holding people accountable, but I just always find it so interesting that every time something Jeffree Star pops up anywhere, people are like, he's a racist, he's a racist, he's a racist. But everybody forgets that Kathleen Light said the N-word and barely apologized for it. But things are different when you're a pretty girl, huh? Now, this is a departure for ColourPop. It is a 30-shade palette with cool icy shades, perfect for wintertime, they say, and some warm mattes, shimmery presses, and glitters for $35, and it is permanent. Now, this was posted the same day as Sophie's Milani, and this one has almost 400 comments. Share Love Inspire TIU said, nope, I had enough with ColourPop always collabing with Kathleen Lights. It has to stop. Then, to make matters worse, ColourPop has like two or three collections dropping every single week. It's just too much. I don't mind Kathleen Lights, but at this point, ColourPop needs to be boycotted. They are doing too much, and it's ridiculous at this point. It has to stop. Jessica and Rose said, Incoming complaints about how ColourPop never slows down with releases. Incoming people hating on the facts that Kathleen Lights collaborated with them again. Positively underscore Christy said, I'm getting Morphe vibes, but better quality and colors. Bad to the Brow said, Got it. It was $35, which was a pleasant surprise. Rachie Way said, A little disappointed in ColourPop and Kathleen. We know they're both capable of making beautiful curated color stories, and instead they released this monster. 
Project Pan. Anya said there are so many silver wine shades. I would like it so much better if they varied those a bit more. Badra underscore B21 said, I mean, I really like Kathleen, but she was being ridiculous when she said that you could use the glitter in your hair. Sorry, but I want an eyeshadow palette with 30 shades and not an eyeshadow palette with 27 eyeshadow shades and three hair glitters. Haley.ak says, does ColourPop have some company rule now that every palette must include pressed glitters? Not even Kathleen seemed excited about them. She was practically making excuses for them in her video, saying, you don't have to put them on your eyes if you're not comfortable. You can do other things like put them in your hair. I wish ColourPop would stop forcing pressed glitter onto everything as a marketing tactic. And finally, Cosmic Undershore Cutie said, is it me or is every holiday release looking so boring? Now, because makeup drama can be very negative, I like to end every podcast with something positive if I can. And the positive thing I found this week is that Sephora was this weekend and so far there have been no BeautyCon style controversies. No reports have surfaced, and Sephora has been showing some very diverse attendees and influencers in all of their social media. Kudos for Sephora for creating an environment where people of all shapes, sizes, races, genders, etc. can come together and just enjoy beauty. What BeautyCon was supposed to be. Well, that's it for all the beauty drama this week. Just want to let you know that things are going to be a little bit different with next week's podcast. I am going to be out of town, but I'm going to be coming up with something, although it may not be all of the drama that happens in the coming week. Now, thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you're listening to this. For all of the receipts, you can always see everything I talk about on our episode notes on our website, thisweekbeautydrama.wixsite.com slash podcast. That's thisweekbeautydrama, without the N, dot W-I-X-S-I-T-E dot com slash podcast. You can also follow us on social media. We're This Week in Beauty Drama on Instagram and Beauty Drama Pod on Twitter. And if you'd like to get a shout out on the podcast, just leave us a five-star review anywhere that you listen to the podcast. Screenshot it and send it to our Instagram account as a DM. Or you can email it to thisweekinbeautydrama at gmail.com. We'll give you a shout out on social media and on the podcast if you like. And as Coco Chanel said, the most courageous act is still to think for yourself aloud. I'll be talking to you all next time about some brand new beauty drama.